Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is knowing the difference between our ego and our soul. There is a very big difference. They are complete opposites, right? Oh my goodness. Well, I can give you some great examples of what you don't want to do and what I've learned is the right way for me anyway. Yeah, so I thought that there were things that I was supposed to do. And there's a part of me that wanted to do it, the creative part of it. I wanted to do the creative part of making greeting cards. I wanted to do the creative part of writing poems, books, gift books, um, creating t-shirts, uh, just all the things. There's other things too, but I can't think of them right now. Um, my soul, that wasn't my soul. I thought it was my dream, but it took a lot of effort. A lot. It was very stressful. Let me just say that. The amount of stress I put on myself trying to make those things happen, and especially the greeting cards, because you know I've talked before that I, you know, I had a good following when it came to selling my greeting cards, but I never enjoyed the sales part. I'm not, I don't like sales at all. I don't even care if it's my stuff. I don't like it. So I would force myself to have to restock and do the things you have to do when you're selling your cards. Um, so, and the gift books too. And, uh, and I had like maybe six, seven places, stores, boutiques that they were in. So, you know, it was a, it was a part-time job, but I never enjoyed it. You know, it's same like with Blue Mountain when, you know, well, I got my first card um, was easy because they just took my palm and they turned it into a card. They did the artwork. They did everything. That was my first experience with Blue Mountain. The second time um, they took three of my cards, but they want they left it up to me to do the designing. Now, I cannot compete with Blue Mountain's artists, um, art designers. I, and there's no way I'm not experienced in that. You know, I can do layout from my greeting, my own greeting cards, but not Blue Mountain. So, because um, my style isn't Blue Mountain. Um, it's more um, child, childlike, inner child. Yeah, more like inner child greeting cards. So anyway, but I got accepted at Blue Mountain and I had a woman there, an editor that was very excited about my stuff and um and she started asking me, can you do cards for this holiday? Can you do this? How about a calendar? Let's do a calendar. She even put the calendar together. Um, and it was cute. But there's something that did not feel right for me. It just felt like I was putting too much effort into something that I didn't really want to do. The creative part, I loved. But the selling part, even if somebody else was doing the sales, I still didn't want, I still Unless somebody completely took it over, I didn't want any part of it. And you found that out when we did the, the books, right? It's like, I did, I give you all the stuff to create with, and then you did all the layout and stuff. And so um, I used to do layout. I don't want to do it anymore. I It burnt me out. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was my soul, but I discovered it wasn't. It was my ego. 
I wanted some things and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm glad I gave myself those experiences because otherwise I may still want it, but I don't. I've discovered that I really don't want that. You know, if things sell organically, if, if you know, if somehow a company says, hey, you know, they want to take it over and do what they want to do, I would be interested in that. But short of that, I have zero interest. Um, you know, and you and I know we don't promote our journal books and stuff, even though they're actually quite adorable. Um, neither one of us are too interested in doing any sales work and promoting. So, you know, when you self-publish on Amazon, they're not going to be selling. They're going to sell them for you as far as a person being able to get the book there, but they're not going to promote it for you. So um, it's just something I've discovered. And, you know, what I'm discovering today about my soul, and I know it's my soul because it's a quiet place. When there's peace and it's just quiet, then I know that's my soul. So what does my soul want? Um, my soul wants peace and quiet. It feels very nurturing. Um, you know, it wants connection. It wants love and connection, you know, but not all the time. Um, yeah, it wants time with my pets. That's very feels very tender and sweet um yeah just things like that doing my groups just the things that feel right in my soul those things that I did before did not feel right in my soul but I ignored it because I thought oh they like my cards okay da 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 and you know and then I went against myself so um I won't do that again um I'll stay true to myself. It will take a lot for me to be open to ideas moving forward, you know, unless there's something really appealing and my soul likes it, not my ego. So those are just some examples of um, things that I learned through experience of what I don't want to do um, and things that I do want to do. I want, um, yeah, quiet, peace. I'll put you a chest. Yeah, they're they're definitely two different coming from two different places. Um, I'm still finding out things that my soul likes. I think that it's for me, it's a process of um, like you giving myself the experiences and then finding out that they don't really it's it's fun to to do them. And you're glad that you did it, but um you don't really do it moving forward. I guess we have to do some things to just get it out of our system. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I thought of something else too. And I know this is a desire. This is on your bucket list and you should do it. But, you know, my partner and I traveled maybe every other weekend. We went somewhere generally in Florida, but we went out of Florida too. You know, we went to Georgia. We went to Carolina a few times, went to Michigan went to Mexico, um, you know, we did some things, but we did a lot of traveling, eating out, fancy restaurants. He liked fine food. He also liked junk food, <laughs> but um, it was fun meeting my friend, you know, down in Naples and um, spending time with her, the three of us. Um, and, and I treasure those memories, but as far as restaurant eating as far as traveling I'm telling you it's not in me it would take it would take a real good reason for me to travel 
traveling for just the fun of it would not work for me. If it's something that I had to do for the greater good, um, I would do it for God. Let me just say that greater good means God to me. Um, I would do it. But short of that, mm -mm. no, I don't like flying on planes. I don't like riding in the car very far. I'm grateful to have a vehicle, but, um, you know, I, I don't want to go far. Like just all that stuff, my body doesn't like it anyway. It just protests. So um, those are things that I'm glad. Again, I gave myself that I had those experiences, but I have zero. It, it's just, uh, and I was already tired of it before COVID. So it wasn't even COVID. COVID just gave me an excuse to really let go. But I was already done. I was sick of eating out. I was sick of travel. I was just sick of it even though it was fun for a while. So, you know, it's those things that are fun that give us those moments of happiness, but then you chase it again and then you chase it again because happiness doesn't last. And joy, which is something I'm learning more and more about, is there's a joy of just doing nothing, you know, of doing very little or whatever I'm doing, doing it in the moment, being in the moment. That's where the joy is. That's where the peace is in the moment. So, just practicing more of being in the moment. Anyway, go ahead, Jess. I know I cut you off. No, that's okay. Yeah, I told you the other day that I, yeah, I, I'd like to have a travel buddy someday. And yeah, you said it's that person's not going to be you. <laughs> I said, well, never say never. Because uh, hey, if overcalled, I and we have to go, you know, I, I'll somehow get there. But, you know, I'd rather not. <laughs> Otherwise, right. it would take something big. <laughs> and and here's what I know about myself too. I know that um kind of like when my family was here and even when my dad and his wife were here, I know that the, you know those experiences are fun and I'm glad that I did them, but I also know that those things take something from me. So yes. um and I know that about myself. I know that I'm going to need a recuperation period afterwards. Um yep. So and, um, and don't you think, Chas, that when we do things from the soul, it fills us up. And when we do things from the ego and fun, it can deplete us. Yeah, no, I do. Especially think if so. we overdo it. I do think huh? so. I do think so. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yep. And, and these last couple of weeks, well, this week especially, I've been telling you, um, you know, just there's, I've been saying that that there's, you know, a change happening with my son. And I, I feel that he um, wants to spend more time with his dad lately and not be here as much. And initially, you know, it kicked up my abandonment and I had feelings about it. But then on the flip side, it's like, there's two things that happen. And it's like, and it's that it is that, that diff, that contrast, it's that ego slash soul difference. And so um, but my soul has just really loved and, and with the job too, just having this extra freedom, though the job isn't right. The, jo the job is not the right job for me, but it has created a freedom that is right for me and a flexibility that's right for me. Um, and with my son, and it's, something, it's something you've never experienced before, right? Yeah. You've never had that kind of freedom in a job. No. So there's like a lot of, I keep telling you, there's like a lot of um, space in there right now, but if my head weren't making a story about it being whatever, whatever it wants to say it is, it would just feel, it just feels quiet. I've just, I've had moments where 
I just, nobody's here. I dance around the house. Like I, I just, I do what I want. I take my afternoon naps. I go to sleep at two o'clock in the morning if I want to, like there's no, um, schedule. And that feels right for my soul is to not have like, I guess a, a, a set plan every day. I like the freedom of, of just going along with the day, I guess, and not having to cram it full of plans. So, um, yeah, so that's been interesting this week. Um, yeah, there's just, I think there's a more of a letting go happening in there right now with my son, which feels right, feels right for me. And it feels right to give him that freedom and that choice too. Um, so that feels right. I think, I think for me, my soul craves, um, connection and I get connection. You and I talk every day, usually twice a day. And, um, I get it at work or more (laughs) and I get it at work now too. Like since I've put myself out there more and just getting to know people and conversating at work and, um, that part of it feels good too, briefly. Um, so I do get connection, but then I get to come home and have my space and my freedom and my quiet and my rules, which are no rules, basically. Um, I have found all these stupid little things that I have, like these rules that I've set for myself, like just stupid little things. Like at one time I wouldn't even sleep on the right side of the bed. It was like, I was only allowed to sleep on the left side of the bed. And I have no idea why, or I wasn't allowed to fall asleep on the couch, or I had to go to bed when my son went to bed or just all these little things that, um, I've been giving myself a choice on and, um, not realizing that I hadn't been giving myself a choice. So that kind of stuff feeds my soul too. Choices, flexibility, freedom. Yeah. Creativity definitely is, um, is a big one for me. And that's why I love my bunny, the stuff that I do with the bunny videos. And so it's like, my soul likes the creative part and my ego is attached to like the numbers and stuff. So like, it's kind of, so it's kind of, it's kind of split there too. Like, yes, there's like ego involved and I know it. I see it. I watch myself every day looking at those numbers and just (laughs) and the likes go up. I've been just, just so you know, Jess, I've been there. I get it. Yeah. Yep. So I feel the attachment, but, um, but my soul gets to be my favorite part about making those videos is the creative part of it. I love doing it. And yeah, that's, even that's what I was trying to say is the creative part is fun. Yeah. It's when and, it becomes a business or it becomes a, an attachment. Yeah. And even a stupid little thing I had to do for work, which wasn't like a fun thing, but it, I got to get on and, and use like a creative program. And I enjoyed that. So just, I like, I like putting my creative spin on things. I always have. And, um, I think that, that creativity comes from my soul. I've always been a creative person and, um, yeah. So it's just interesting finding, 
finding the uh finding things that yeah speak to my soul quiet's a big one it's been a quite there's been a lot of uh a lot of quiet in there this week um but it's mm. felt good it's felt I've never felt this amount of freedom in my life before ever so it's good if I don't let my head make up a story about it it's just good it's just okay it's good it's really good so so yeah. I thought of something else that my soul the difference between ego and soul so you know over the years I mean I haven't had to think about money how much things cost so you know I'd go to not always but sometimes I treated myself to places get my hair cut get it colored you know things like that uh, which is always a pain in the ass because I don't like sitting there kind of in forced conversation with, with somebody. I just, it's just not the atmosphere I care for getting my nails done. I mean, those are treats and there's nothing wrong with them. So I don't want anybody to think there's anything wrong with it, but really where I'm happiest I'm finding out is I I'm perfectly happy cutting my own hair. <laughs> I'm per perfectly happy coloring my own hair, which I've done off and on for a lot of my life. Um, I'm perfectly happy wearing clothes that are comfortable. I used to go for cute. Um, and But then they sat in my closet. So I, they weren't comfortable. They were cute, but it didn't feel like me. Me at one time was, I was happy with jeans and a t-shirt. That really was all I needed. Today, because of issues with um nerve pain in my legs jeans don't do not feel good so then I had to trade change over to leggings but leggings you know comfortable t-shirts that's all I need I I mean I have a couple I think I have like three lily lily um, dresses in there I don't expect I'm ever going to probably put them on um, again I, I, I mean I wore them once <laughs> once each but um, yeah I just I just don't care about, I guess, vanity. I just don't have an interest in vanity. Um, I feel good about myself. I feel good about the way I look. I feel good about, even though I've gained weight and, you know, you get older, things go south. Um, I feel better about my body, uh, my looks, than I did back when I had a really good body. <laughs> and... Um, you know, because it's all an inside job anyway. So I think I've just come to that place I have a while ago where I just let go of all the, you know, I haven't even painted my toenails recently. And usually that's something I do do. Now I will still put some lipstick on, but if I didn't have it, that would be okay too. Just, just those kind of things. Like, what do I want? I want to wear something that's comfortable. I like color. So I like color and I like comfortable. And it's kind of like, you know, with, with my house at one time was all shabby chic pink and it was very cute. But then there came a time when some part of me, and I think it was a deeper part of me, wanted to bring more color in. And so I did. I brought color into the house and it, that still feels right for me. There's times I think, should I go back to shabby chic? No, I like color. So color and comfortable are two things I think I've discovered that my soul likes. Can you relate? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've always I've always loved color. 
Yeah. I um but you I, love shabby chic, right? I mean, hasn't that been soothing for you? Because at one time it was very soothing. Yes, they're too yeah, they're too shabby chic is soothing. Yep. They're um two different feelings. Yeah, it is. I still have that feeling and well, not so much the bunny room is more of like the playroom. <laughs> Um, but my bedroom and living room, yeah, it's still shabby chic. Yeah, it is soothing. But I was just thinking, <laughs> and COVID really helped me with this, but just things that I don't care about as much anymore. And it's like less and less and less. And um, now I, I do know that a lot of this has been, I know it's been man-based. I know it has been me always yes. having that man in the yes. back of my head. I know it. I know that's what it's been. And so the more that that dies, I'm telling you, the less I care. I have been to work with um, unshaved legs this week and I forgot to put deodorant on this morning. I can't tell you the last time I um, washed my hair, showered, not that I'm dirty. Um, but no. These yeah. are just those there was a time I washed my hair every day. Um, it was another one of those things. I just never, I never gave myself a choice about it. And, um, and I was into, I've always been in to smelly good lotions and perfume. I've always, I've always loved that stuff. Now the bunnies have broken me of that because I don't want to have it around them. Um, but I haven't really missed it, honestly. Even the cleaning supplies that I use around the house, um, I, I have switched to vinegar. It's what I use with everything. Yeah. Haven't changed my um, my laundry detergent yet, but maybe someday I'll let go of that too. But it's just like all these things. Um, I can I've relate done, to that. Yeah, that I've done my my entire life, but there was a motive behind it, and I, and and a lot of that was was me probably trying to impress somebody else honestly and um yeah. I finally I painted my toenails when my sister came down because I knew we were going to the beach and my feet looked gnarly um they still do a little bit but I hadn't put polish on my toes in like maybe three years and um I was always that girl that I did my nails all funky and my toenails and I love doing cute little designs. Like I've always done that stuff and I just let it go. So, um, I don't know, I guess the more, I guess maybe I, I'm not trying to impress other people. I don't know, but it's definitely been in there. It's interesting because I had this perfume that I've loved forever that my daughter introduced me to. And I have always gotten so many compliments on it over the years but I have not put perfume in fact I have a whole bottle of it. it's probably way expired but I haven't put perfume on I don't even know how many years maybe six seven eight years I don't know when the last time I put perfume on but the other day um, when my partner was you know when home health was coming to help him out I had one of the nurses that oh my goodness she had perfume on and something about my house it's like once a smell comes in like if I cook something it's like it stays in the house for a long time I don't know why it does but her perfume oh my goodness 
it was, it just reminded me like, wow, I don't really like the smell of perfume. Um, it actually bothered me. So I guess I'm just used to just, I don't want to say no smell, but basically no smell. I used to be attached to essential oils. I still love essential oils. If I'm going to use something, then I'll use my diffuser. But that's about as far as I'll go. None of those plug-in things. Like just, you know, it's just that to me is just being mindful about what smells right, what feels right, listening to our gut, what feels right. Cleaning products, gave those up, oh, probably close to 30 years ago like just and I've never no I've never gone back unless it's you know sometimes you just have to use bleach for something but not if I can help it so um yeah those are things that feel yes and using things that are conducive to taking care of the planet you know mm -hmm. being mindful about that where there was a time I didn't think about that and think about recycling you know um so yeah just those kind of things that feel right, doing the right thing, taking care of our planet, not littering, recycling, you know, being mindful of the products that go into the earth, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, I think we could go on and on. <laughs> Pretty much. I've been, I've been yeah. watching this new girl on TikTok. She's a hoot she's she's all about natural now she goes like way further than I would with things but she's got really? like hair she's got hairy pits and hairy legs and she doesn't oh, walk hell no she, she, <laughs> she uses um she doesn't use shampoo or conditioner she thinks all that stuff is garbage and she just she uses all these natural um, like very basic things I think like apple cider vinegar and stuff which is supposed to actually be good for your scalp but I've been watching her and she's um, she's interesting she's really cute which is what makes me want to watch her but curious too at the same time because I even switched yeah. I even switched to because um, I've always been a big body wash um, girl too and I switched to that soap that you had told mm -hmm. me about and Dr. Broner's. Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so I'm also curious about, you know, trying new things too. Just you have been, you've been, you've been inching your way towards healthier eating, just being more mindful. You've been inching your, your way there. Yeah. Just making little yeah. differences, little changes here and there just to see what works for me and what doesn't. So, but how does it feel when you do it? Yeah, it's like good. with the soap. It's oh, that part is good. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm somebody that's only ever needed like, um, like one or two choices at home. I don't, I don't need a lot of. Uh, I think I've said before, like too many choices overwhelms me. So just one or two good things that I know that I like is is good, and I'll stick with it. You recommended a natural face wash, like probably ten years ago. And I was into all this harsh stuff. I had really, um, my skin broke out forever. And um, probably because of the chemicals I was putting on it, I didn't know that. Um, but it, it took me a while to adjust to this new soap that you re recommended, but I haven't gone back. I've used it ever since. So all it takes is one one good thing for me to find that I like and I'll stick with it. So. And you 
and you brought up a good point because I too would have, you know, I, it was about giving myself choices. So I didn't buy just one brand and I would try, you know, five different things, say for instance, face lotion. Um, so I always like to give myself choices. And now I want to give myself choices, but I don't need five choices. I just need that one choice that fits. So I've been inching my way in that direction of not having all these products that I'm probably not going to use because I grabbed the same thing that works. Right. For me, it almost creates like a pressure within myself when there's too many choices, like a pressure that I have to like, like, I don't know. It's easier for me to just have like, yeah, don't have to make a choice. Just grab the one I like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm working on my closet because it's still, there's too many things and I, it's still hard for me to part with certain things. Keep thinking, oh, I'm going to wear it. But if I haven't worn it in a year, I think that's going to be my rule of thumb. If I've worn it in a year, it's not going to get worn. It's just going to sit there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I used to like the idea of my closet looking cute. I was attached to that, that cute look because at one time, pretty much what I wore, and that's when I had to dress up for work, I wore a lot of black and white. Um, and then I went in and brought color into my closet, which was nice. And I still like color, but I have too many choices. Like you said, it, it's overwhelming. And a lot of it I don't wear. So pass it on, right? Yep. Half your stuff is over here. And I will tell you that I've worn, I've worn, I have worn everything in there at least one time because that's what I do. If I get something new, I'm going to use it because that's yep. just how I roll. Um, I'll use it at least once. So everything in there has been worn at least once, but has it been worn since? Mm, probably not. So I could probably do some letting go too. And I've, um, I know some of the stuff is too small now. So yeah. Yep. Mm. Letting go, right? Letting go. Simplify. Simple. There you go. That's my soul of simple, easy freedom yeah exactly well, we're running out of time what's your words for the day my word is simple peace of god and um faith what are yours mm, freedom and i think i'll take peace today okay. i don't normally take peace but i'll take some peace yep and quiet yes yeah any last thoughts for the day no I think we covered a lot yeah I think so too so well thanks for being here today and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time. <laughs>